deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. This is the L joined by Heister, Maja, and the, if you've been following the news cycle, you're probably depressed and just want to lay down in front of a. Nah, I'm not gonna go there. It's just really fucking depressing. <laughs> you, you probably want to watch the news with you know a bottle of your favorite drink in hand and. Yeah, that's a better s- some sad music playing like your your sad playlist. Or you just want to turn it off and turn on like a full house marathon on Netflix just to have something dumb. Yeah, something you, something. you don't have to think about. Something like annoyingly upbeat. Yeah. Uh, Law and Order SVU? Ugh. <laughs> that, that's never good. Oh that's God. always good to be depressing. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like like even like even when they catch the bad guys, there's always a bad twist at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But it gets you to the day though. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> that that could be like that Jerry Springer thing where it's like, well, at least that's not me. <laughs> exactly. Um one of the freshman members of Congress. Oh no, she's a representative. Yeah, that's Congress, sorry. Uh Elon Omar has been, we talked about it last episode, charged with making anti-Semitic statements. And she was forced to apologize, and she clarified that she was talking about the pro-Israeli lobbying groups. Hmm. Yeah. Well, even though her comments did kind of rile up people and spark that silly anti-Semitic mm-hmm. conversation, it also brought up the lobbyist conversation and the power of money in our politics. Right. And I think that is what scared a lot of uh, people on both sides the most. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But they've decided to start deep diving into her tweets, and we all know a deep dive into tweets is never good. Never a good thing. We've all said some things in uh, 2008 that uh, would not fly today. I mean, come on. That was the era of being edgelords. And and, and that was also around the time when we, well, shortly after the George Bush era, where we realized kind of how powerless we were in the grand scheme of politics. But um, after she was seated on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, She was criticized for tweets she made back in 2012 during an Israeli military campaign in the Gaza Strip. She said, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. She eventually apologized and deleted the tweets. As well she should. I don't think that needed an apology or deletion. The only comment that she made that I think even approaches what people are trying to say was that all about the Benjamins comment. Yeah. Because I feel like that fell 
into the the anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic stereotypes. Wait, what did she say? I think she made a reference to like for politics and for people defending Israel, it's all about the Benjamins, and that's that's definitely a, a Jewish stereotype. Yeah, but she that was it's all about money. She was referring to the lobbying groups that give people on both sides of the aisle a lot of money and the unwavering support of Israel they give even through all their war crimes that the rest of the world condemns. It's like being critical of Israel does not make you anti-Semitic. There are Jewish people that are highly critical of Israel. Yeah. Um, Her statement drew a lot of criticism, but she also got support from the Congressional Black Caucus, including Kamala Harris, and Ayanna Presley. She also got, as you just said, support from the Jewish community and Bernie Sanders, who has always been critical of Israel's treatment treatment during the uh, blah, 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 treatment of the Palestinians. I told y'all I'm kind of high. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the, and I think we talked about this previously. Is like Arabs are Semitic, Palestinians mm-hmm. are Semitic. Mm-hmm. It's not anti-Semitic to want Israel to not be killing Palestinians. Yeah, unjustly. Right. And Elizabeth Warren chimed in to echo the sentiment that this is her statements were about policy, not hate. It's exactly the unwavering support of one group, not the hate of a religion. But of course, she with her being a Somali born Muslim, yeah. Well, not born. Um, she was born in America, though. That you know, now she gets that target placed on her, which is why they've been putting her face on nine eleven remembrance posters <sighs> in the south. That's rough. That's wow. Yeah, the high ups in the uh, GOP were like, uh, "We don't condone this." Wow. That's yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, you know, in the South, they'll do anything they want. Yeah. Yeah. And Islamophobia has never gone away in this country. It's, no. it's No, not at all. But when you're talking about, like Warren said, policy, U.S. policy in foreign lands, not that nice. Not no. that altruistic. I'm not even going to get into the whole root causes behind terrorism. That's that that'll be depressing. Uh, either well, this is a depressing episode. I'll warn. I'll, I'll heat it up later. No. Uh, either way, Nancy Pelosi got Omar and others on both sides of the aisle to sign some kind of anti-hate speech referendum. Even though Republicans have been yelling shit like go back to Puerto Rico and Obama's a Muslim in the middle of sessions. I am a hundred percent frustrated and irritated with the democratic party right now. Mm-hmm. Just, just not even in general anymore, like specific people who are missing the fucking point that we need to have this conversation about policy and about lobbying and especially to lobbying to a country like Israel. And yeah. it, it's no secret that Israel is a huge supporter of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. that they they did not want Hillary Clinton to become president. 
No. No. Um, but now there's a new thing, and I haven't had a chance to really look at it because it's still unfolding, where supposedly Omar said that Obama was the pretty face attached to murder. She said she mm-hmm. never said that, and she pr- she provided audio saying she didn't say that, and her words were twisted. <sighs> but there definite there there is definitely a campaign to smear her. Yeah, to make I, make her the worse. The sad part about that is that I didn't disagree with that that statement. No, no. <laughs> we. I've said it before. I have a complicated relationship with Obama. He's done some good, but he was also attached to a lot of bad. Yeah. His drone policy. Yeah. How you win the uh, Nobel Peace Prize while dropping bombs on motherfucking Middle East? We we drone striked an American citizen. Mm -hmm. No no due process. No like taking him to court and then sentencing him to death. We just. We just straight up pulled a a, a Frank Castle, <laughs> fuck it, and and just wiped his ass out. And it's like that's not okay. And that happened on Obama's watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's part of the whole looking at the system and everything that is happening. It's scary as shit. And yeah. calling these things out makes you a threat. Like another vocal freshman lawmaker. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The latest thing regarding her is that her chief of staff established two political action committees that paid a company he ran more than a million dollars in 2016 and 2017. That's kind of sketchy. Wait, how so? He created a company that paid itself. Oh shit! Wait, that's a problem. That sounds like magic to me. <laughs> that, that's that's very Trumpian of him. Yeah, it, it it is sketchy as shit, mind you. This is her chief of staff. She probably knew about it, but she also needed, as a freshman and an outsider, needed someone who understands what she what she needs to do to be to do her job. Yeah, her, she, you, you, the White House needed a chief of staff, and look how they go through them. <laughs> oh Jesus! You need someone to manage your people, and he got the job. Uh, he was also her campaign manager, which makes it even more complicated. But there's a conspiracy that she is fake, and that her whole persona is a scam that from her being elected because the incumbent didn't bother to run a campaign just figured he had it because he's had it for so long and was a a powerful democrat uh to her actually taking some corporate money i don't know how much of it is true and how much of it is smear campaign at this point because establishment Democrats hate her. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And that's part of my problem with it is that you have a lot of establishment Democrats that have way bigger issues than that. 
that that have talked to you know talked a good talk for decades and they're getting money from all kinds of, of sketchy lobbyists and, and corporate interests mm-hmm. and the problem with I think they're having with AOC and Omar is that they're very vocal about the system and its problems. And they're more social media savvy as well. Yes. Yeah. Which is why I think more of the older Democratic members don't like them because they're so like in tune with the, the pulse of the next generation that they they'll never be able to get that. I mean, Bernie has, but that's because we, you know, we generally like Bernie, but the other Democrats, they they're old school. They're, left in the old house yeah and they get a lot of corporate money and aoc is just quicker i would say like more intellectually nimble than Mm -hmm. than the other democrats like when she gets called on something she's very quick to like shut it down Mm -hmm. yeah it's why the republicans the only thing they have to say about her is she's she's dumb they can't actually talk about her with policy no She's becoming the new Hillary for them, like the new the new boogie woman. Yeah, her her and Omar are scaring a lot of people, and I think it's a good thing because what they're saying, or even what they're accused of saying, is true. <laughs> and honestly, if any of the stuff about the like, if anything they're claiming, it's not horrible. It's mm-hmm. not going to prevent like I I would support them if they ran for a higher office Mm -hmm. a lot of the other women of color that are freshman members of the uh, house have been making waves but not being as vocal and critical of the party itself but I remember back at a conference in November uh, a Boston representative named Nika Elagardo said uh, what needs to be said in a straightforward way, is the Democratic Party is straight up racist. The structural racism that we're talking about dismantling is in the party. And this is one of the reasons why it's frustrating to be standing up on a stage at a Democratic Party behind speeches being made about the Republicans dividing the country. So yeah, it's not just the Republicans dividing the country, the the left is dividing it from establishment to people who actually want progressive movements to get some ground traction. They want to see Black Lives Matter. Palestine is recognized. Oh boy! It went one of the like main Republican talking points that you see with a lot of trolls is they always claim that the Democrats are the racist party because they're trying to keep African-Americans on the plantation, you know, in quotes. And I, I don't buy into it because it's, it's, it's BS, but at the same time, there is a strain of liberalism that's very regressive. Yeah. Yeah. That, that very much wants, wants everything to be, no, we just want older white men or we just want, you know, older white women we don't want any women of color we don't want you know any men of color we don't want anybody that doesn't fit our particular image or narrative right yeah which which is why you get your cory bookers exactly um i think it's only a matter of time before the establishment crats 
turn on Kamala Harris. I feel like it's already happening on some level. Well, the more progressives are questioning her past and voting record and suppressing uh, evidence. But she has a ways to go to gain trust. But we'll see how she goes throughout the campaign walking that line. Yeah, she's a, a weird one where it's like, you want to believe she's doing good, but at the same time, there's been like some mild stories where you're like, why can't you just be a truth person? Not even no. mild. <laughs> some of that shit no. is just awful. Well, the whole big ice, was it Tupac where she listened, used to listen to Biggie? That that kind of tickled me. But <laughs> Well, that's just funny. It was. That's just it was a like, funny case of pandering gone wrong. <laughs> gone very wrong. You easily could have just been like, no, you didn't. But, you know, hey, it happens. We all fuck up. Yeah. We've all fucked up. I feel like that's the kind of that's the same kind of pandering that kind of happened with Hillary too, where she's trying to like relate to the kids, and it's like no, 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 no just, just stop. Um, just, just be a, just be a nerd. Speaking of kids, R. Kelly's back in jail. Wow. Oh, for for not paying his child support. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> with him, yeah, good anything. catch, Ellie. Good this, catch, because that was dirty. This, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker. Oh man, did y'all see his uh Gail King interview or some of it? I've seen some of it. I, I I couldn't keep going. I heard he interrupted the interview with his still there girlfriends. Yeah. I'm seeing it's fucked up that we're seeing a repeat of the Bill Cosby thing with R. Kelly. I've I've seen people saying that his that he seems sincere and that this is the system trying to take down another black man. I'm like, this shit has been going on for the last 20 something years, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand this concept either. It's like, what? How did, what does this have to do with his blackness? Yeah. I'm like, what about the black girls? He's victimized. Do you give a shit about them? Right. No, cause black, I don't know. There is that whole thing of black men can't do no wrong, but other black men, it, it, it's, it, it's just horribly upsetting. Yeah, I mean, especially because we live in Chicago, so everyone I know who lives in Chicago has an R. Kelly story, mm-hmm. and we've been knowing it for years. I mean, hell, we even when the sex tape came out, I remember seeing that shit being sold like at no fucking um those flea markets and shit yeah, where yeah, they, they sell they like they loose DVDs and shit. Flea markets on blankets uh, while you walked up the street. That, that shit was on every corner for a while. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Uh oh. Anybody watch any of the Michael Jackson thing yet? No. I'm sorry. Um, but we had planned on watching it like sometime soon. But the whole the whole thing with it is like it's just the two dudes who said Mike didn't do anything and now they're coming back to say he did something. I kinda have like a little, you know, feelings about that. It's like one well, Mike's dead. He can't defend himself. R. Kelly can. And R. Kelly to choose says the stupidest shit. Oh my god. <laughs> If you did, ever get a chance to watch that interview, he, he, the man is the man is losing his shit. Did you guys ever see the 2020 thing on Michael Jackson though, Martin Bashir? Yes. Did you ever see that? Yeah. That no. was that was enough for me. Like if you had any doubts that Michael Jackson was a pedophile, that would have removed all doubts. Yeah, he lied about so much during that. But no, I forget the kid's name. Um, he's obviously not a kid at this point. 
I forget I forget his name, but there's a scene of him holding hands with this young boy. And the way that he's holding hands with this kid, it's way too intimate. Like it's he's holding him like he's a possession. Mm-hmm. And it is it is so uncomfortable to watch. And I keep going back to if Mike from that interview you just uh, mentioned, hi. If Mike mm-hmm. really cared about making sure children felt loved, protected, like they matter, upper middle class white kids weren't the way to go. No. <laughs> I mean, no. You, you showed a type. Yeah, he de- he definitely had a type. So, I'm like, what are you giving that kid that he's not getting at home? But it, it did seem like he sought out kids that were clearly like, I don't know, not from broken homes necessarily, but definitely were like starved for affection. Yeah. And took advantage of that. Like, typical predator move. Yeah. Now, I say with power comes corruption. And speaking of corrupt, Paul Manafort for it gets a slap on the wrist for damn near treason. <sighs> That that was the one news thing that I wasn't aware of until much later in the week. And I was like, I'm not shocked by it, but I'm still angry. That didn't really come out to like Thursday, though. I believe. Later in the week. Okay. So I didn't... I didn't no, no. It much. was... I'm like, this motherfucker got four years? Yeah, barely, barely. Barely. Barely four, four years. years. But it, it, it hit me. I'm like, he knows too much. To go down. He's yeah. a bank too big to fail. Yeah. His actions in the Ukraine and stuff he knows and has been involved with in, for decades. If he goes down, he can take a bunch of motherfuckers with him. Yeah. In a perfect world, he would, but in this world, yeah. he's only getting four years. Yeah. Um, Which will probably what, do one of them and then be on probation. Yeah. You see him get a slap on the wrist like a lot of other white criminals and you wonder why Roger Stone is basically obstructing his own trial and Trump admitting crimes on Twitter like no fucks given. Oh yeah, he he's constantly been doing that shit. And you see that they have they have no fear of consequences. They never had to pay him. And they will continue to not have to pay him. I mean, let's be real. Cohen should be going to jail for way more than three years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He should yeah. be going to jail Cohen for like 25 or 30. Cohen. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's only going for three years. He should be going for way more. But he cooperated. But, yeah. He, I don't he, give a shit. Even cooperated. He should be going to jail for like 10, 15, something. Yeah, he, he's been playing the meek role because I say he was looking meek in all those photos and his uh, lawyer decided to play it up. But come on, this dude yeah. was intimidating people. He was, he that's, was that's calling people and had them shook. I forget who it was that was on Twitter, but it was someone that had actually got, he was said, I've been yelled at by Cohen. That the guy that you're seeing, it was, it was the guy from the tweet that Don Jr. stupidly retweeted that actually wasn't <laughs> positive. Where he was like, I've seen I've I've been yelled at by this man. The man that I'm seeing is completely beaten. He has nothing to, to lose at this point. 
it's like he's clearly telling the truth because he he's a broken man and don jr retweeted it like look dad he's broken it's like this is a good thing it's like no it's not no mm-hmm. no remember that spa that bob Kraft from the the owner of the patriots got busted at yes so it came out that the person who founded that chain of spas a trump campaign contributor yes and she has popped up in many photos with many people yep has been to mar-a-lago i have has watched super bowl parties with donald trump she's in yeah she's in a photo with donald trump Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and she has been selling to chinese businessmen on her own website that hey do business with me and I could hook you up with Donald Trump. Here's a bunch of pictures of me mm. with him. I can p- hook you up with Trump and his people. And apparently Don Jr. Because Don Jr. is in multiple photos. Mm-hmm. And- Why would you ever want to meet Don Jr.? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, he may... Well, that's this, that's Don Jr. You want to get to Dad, get to Jr. No, you need to get to Ivanka. Don't you people know this? And unfortunately, I'm wondering if Don Jr. is into the handies, but, you know. Of course he is. Um, Don't kink shame. How dare you? <laughs> and I'm not kink shame. I'm just saying, you know. He doesn't look like he tips. <laughs> no. No. But, um, yeah, her chain of spas have gained a reputation for being, quote, for, quote, offering sexual services. Yeah. 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 So... Oh, are you guys familiar with the whole Jeffrey Epstein case? Um, vaguely. Well, he's the guy who, uh, the pedophile who, who took a plea deal for a lesser charge and he has flown people to his pedophile island. People who have been on those planes have been Trump and, um, Bill Clinton not saying they did anything on the island, but they've been there. And Trump has mentioned that he knew Epstein likes them young. Quote, younger than I did, I, says Trump. And I'm, I'm pretty sure young was like 11 years old in yeah. this case, in Epstein's well, case. Well, the judge and, and lawyers all involved in the plea deal, uh, one of which, the lawyers of which is in Trump's cabinet right now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Apparently, that plea deal didn't get the okay of the victims. They never told them they were getting the plea deal. So now that trial is being reopened. Oh, shit. Wow. But it goes back to, is Jeffrey Epstein, this guy who's given a lot of money to politicians and has a lot of connections... Will he be allowed to go down or will the fear of him spilling all the tea get him off? Sort of reminds me of a Godfather scenario where it would just be easier to take him out. Not saying they should, not saying they should, Mm -hmm. but I would just assume he'd be taken out soon or later, knowing all the shit he knows. Uh, he he might be well, pretty protected with the kind of money he got. He can have his own private army. Yeah, you know what I keep thinking mm-hmm. of. 
when when all this shit is going on with the people that Trump knows and the Trump cabinet and all the other Republicans, where are the Pizzagate people? Why are they not concerned about this? Because they thought that the Clintons were running a pedophile ring and a pizza joint enough for a guy to actually show up and like with a with a gun and shoot the place up. But they don't. They seem to be quiet as hell about because this. the people on the um, media outlets that they listen to don't talk about it. Um, it's right about now in this period of time where we really need the press to step up and yeah. report. They do report, but like things get buried because a lot of this stuff is easy to find with a Google search. The articles are out there in reputable sites like the New York times and Washington post, which is kind of reputable and other <laughs> and, uh, and a bunch of other ones. But I think the press is scared now. Yeah, because leaked documents have revealed that the government has been well alleges that the government has been surveying, surveillancing journalists and activists covering the migrant uh, caravan. This was some scary shit. Right. So yeah, anybody helping them or reporting on it, the government has been watching. And there there have been some reporters that have said that they were detained for no reason. Yes. And then kicked then kicked out of the country. Mm-hmm. And you add to that what happened in Ferguson and St. Louis with the police beating down journalists and photographers who worked mm-hmm. for major media outlets. Yep. And our president telling that okay, let me rephrase that. That motherfucker telling people that the press is the enemy. Yeah. They were the only people that can probably help and try to educate the masses on what's going on. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's depressing. Yeah, it was. Um, but I got, okay. There's two other depressing stories. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. I'll just do one. How about that? No, do too. No, do too. No, we need to feel this. We need to feel it. Really? Well, okay. I mean, I'm going to go. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, please pull a gun on a black man who was cleaning his own lawn. Fuck. Police in Boulder, Colorado launched an internal affairs investigation after video surfaced of several officers confronting a black man who was picking up trash outside his home. Boulder Police Department said in a statement Monday that one of its officers observed a man sitting in a partially enclosed patio area behind, quote, a private property sign at on 830 a.m. Friday morning and asked if he was allowed to be there. (laughs) What? The man whose identity has not been released told the officer he lived and worked in the building and presented his school identification card, but the officer detained him for uh, to investigate further. The video posted online shows the man trying to explain to the officer that he lives in the building and does not have a weapon. Quote, you are on my property with a gun in your hand, threatening to shoot me because I'm picking up trash. Excuse me. I don't have a weapon. 
This is a bucket and this is a clamp. He can also be heard saying, I am not sitting down. I'm not sitting down and you can't make me. The officer made a request over the radio for further assistance, saying that the man was, quote, uncooperative and unwilling to put down a blunt object. The stuff that he was cleaning his lawn with. The only blunt object is the cop. Several officers responded, including a supervisor, and the object the man was holding was a tool to pick up trash. Yeah, you know, one of those clamp things. Yeah. 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 That they sell in Walgreens and kids like playing with. The officer determined the man had a legal right to be on the property and left the area. The initial responding officer is on paid administrative leave until the investigation is complete. You look at the video, a bunch of them got guns pointed at my man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I will say the only positive I can get out of this is that at least some white person didn't call the cops on him first. It was, <laughs> wow. it was just a cop. It was a cop. It was a cop being stupid on his own, you know, which we're used that to. That was a bleak bit of solace. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wasn't some person we can give a nickname to afterwards. Oh yeah. Well, like dog dog park Becky, or yeah. dog park Pam, or whatever the fuck the lady who called the police because some a, a guy's dog humped her dog, and everybody was like, yeah. "This is yeah. a dog park." That's kind of what they do. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what's gonna happen if you bring your dogs around other dogs. I don't know. What to tell you. Uh, they might get along. <laughs> very, very, very friendly dogs. Mm-hmm. And the last bleak story I'll compound everybody with. I'm sorry. Wait, actually, wait. So the one thing that really does piss me off about these all these cases is that I don't understand how you're on paid administrative leave when. You couldn't detect that this man was picking up trash in his own house. You obviously can't do your job. You should not be paid for that. Police union. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm pro union. Well, there you go. Never mind. Police union will make sure that people get paid. Fuck them. With unions, they're good and bad. Mostly good, but. The police union is. Yeah. yeah. Um, an independent developer called Desklamp says it has been two years working on a game called Rape Day to be released on Valve's this. Steam gaming site. Uh, I... Rape Day is okay. a game where you can rape and murder during the zombie apocalypse read this description on steam um screenshots of the game made a reporter at kotaku named ethan Gatch quote physically ill hmm. okay while the game okay. from that article while the game which seems to be structured like a visual novel focusing on applying a choose your own adventure fo- formula to simulated rape it also seems designed to test how far Valve is willing to go with its promise of to keep Steam open and unrestricted. Wait, so is this just a um, 
like a what's that thing called? A troll job? Like this isn't like a real game? Per the creator of the game. At some point in the future, game historians will look back on visual novels such as Rape Day the same way they view games such as Grand Theft Auto. Or no, the first time there was nudity on television. No, you're stupid. Okay, let me unpack this, being that I am the resident gamer mm-hmm. here. When we look back at GTA as one of the first games that had open world and let you do pretty much anything, not because of the violence. The violence was secondary. You can play that well. You can play the game minus the missions without killing anyone. Right. Obviously, if you do the missions, you have to kill a lot of people. But what we're saying is, Rape Day is just a game that you made just because you want to put yourself out there as you made this very controversial game. There, there shouldn't really be any rape in video no. games unless like the story kinda is with it, but that not like that. It's it's hard to explain. Like it should never be I don't shown. Know. Like. Yeah, there you go. It shouldn't be Much shown. Less it could be you do. talked about. Much exactly. Less the title of be... the game. There no. you go. It can't. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, can it be described in video games? Like, can if it's like an adult game? Well, I mean, Last of Us. Last of Us probably is going to have like some touching on the apocalypse and se- se- rape and sexuality, but it's also a mature game. Not just the game where it's like the whole premise of the game is rape. So this is this dude's stupid and I. I will not buy Valve this game. has removed it from I, our website. Yeah, I mean, Valve has done that before. I mean, that one game called Hatred, where it was just like some dude going around thrill killing people. Like Valve removed it because it was like, you know, you you can't just make a game just based off publicity. I mean, that yeah, no, that's yeah. It's, no. I don't. I don't understand. Like. I'm I'm not I don't know how to make games. I'm not a developer, but I would think it would take a lot of work and a lot of effort. It's like why would you put all that work and effort into something Two like this? Two years. Well, it, yeah, that's. I mean, because he's probably thinking about the payday at the end of it. He's like, well, if I made this game for two years, I'll get a lot of controversy, but then I'll make a game afterwards and probably reap the rewards. Mm, probably not. Okay, or not. Or I could, he could just be an asshole who's just... Maybe he'll find a way to release the game on his own. Who knows? But no uh, one's going to buy it. No one's no going to buy it. I mean, some, just somebody go, go read the comments some, on any article about Captain Marvel. Motherfuckers will buy this game. I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't blame you. I, I there, there, there are some stupid, misogynist motherfuckers out there. By the way, I saw Captain Marvel and enjoyed it tremendously. May go see it again soon. Yeah, I plan to see um, it again. I plan on—I don't know. I plan on seeing it when the DVD comes out because I kind of just want to—I don't know. Like, I feel like once I see Avengers Endgame, I'll be like, it'll be like what? It'd be ten years since the first Marvel movie came out, or how long? Mm. Ago? Since you kind of want to see this, I think. Oh, I'm gonna before see. It. No, don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna see. It. I'm gonna Which see it before Endgame. Wait, what in is it going to come out? April. Yeah. Alright, so I'll see it in a month. I'll, I'll eventually it's not going to be on month. video in a month. Yeah, oh, well, it'll be on bootleg in a month, goddammit. A Fox News guest claims that FDR's New Deal caused the Great Depression. I know, there's, I know they're stupid, but come on. Larry really? Elder, a black Republican radio talk show host. Oh, you just, you just said the three things I needed to hear to make me think this the stupidest shit I'm about to hear all day. 
uh, says that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez doesn't have any real understanding about how bad the original New Deal was. (laughs) You know, the thing that pulled us out of the Great Depression. (laughs) It was terrible, sir. Goofy looking Matt tonight. (laughs) He does look like the Matt tonight thing. (laughs) He does. I know who this fool is. I've yeah, yeah. He said it. It, it turned the uh, a recession into the depression, <laughs> and that the Green New no, Deal would uh, it, e- eventually fuck over the country. Funny thing about the Green <sighs> New Deal, it's not a law. It's a non-binding resolution. To basically be opposed to that is just saying you don't want to vocally say yes. We know the world is going is headed towards uh, a geological collapse at the hands of human and industry and we should do something about it. That's the only thing exactly opposing the Green New Deal. Yeah, there's unrealistic things inside the Green New Deal or, or at least complicated and need to be thought out more. Yeah. But all it's saying is Hey, we promise to try to do something about it. That's what everybody's scared of because they don't want to let their corporate overlords know that they promise to do something about it. Uh. A crack team yeah. of Canadian wolves were airdropped into Michigan last week to carry out two missions hunting moose and making babies. Fucking and eating. <laughs> Fucking and eating. I wish somebody would drop me off to just fuck eight. <laughs> Actually, someone did. Someone did. It's God. And my mom. I would like to think of you doing also, more than just fucking and eating, my Jay. I mean, I mean, yeah, I do, I do, I do. I do have a job. I do have a child. I do raise those. But if you break it down to the barest minimum, you know, fucking and if eating. If all we had to do in life was bang and eat, life would be a lot easier. Just, someone was just airdropping you to different locations, you know? <laughs> Imagine that was your job. You wake up, get a cup of coffee, get on an airplane. They strap it to your chest because you don't get to sit in an airplane because you're just a, a fuckbot. And you were just airlifted to a random five country in your underwear and you were just told to go fucking eat. That is that is a job I, I would love to sign up for. Can I be a wolf? Can I be a black wolf? All right, man. And women, because they dropped two male and two female uh, wolves into this area where they were, they joined a group of another, uh, four other wolves. Um, yeah, that would be kind of awesome. What's your job? The population here is dwindling, and plants and wildlife are growing out of control and can cause an economic disaster. We need more humans here. Of course, since I always go to the negative place, it's like, what if you're the one person that nobody likes? I'm pretty sure they'll be sending pleasant people and so forth. Yeah, but you're the, you're the one person like you're the you're the virgin at the orgy basically. Then you figure it the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Nobody's dropping Urkel. They're, they're right, going to be exactly. dropping Idris Elba's and um um and and, and some Ajays and Elliots and, and heisters. <laughs> Not with my poor back. I feel, I feel like we're. 
I can see Elliot in the corner like the old lion, just like I, I fucked my buck up. I, I can't fuck anymore. I just just feed me up to down. <laughs> Damn. I mean, but that's that, the best that went way to, to a darker place than I expected. Yeah, but I mean, if, if that, that's a great way for Elliot to go out, you know, spent twenty years just taking on young and eating. And taking on what? Walk out, no. Taking on young, young. Not not our Kelly Young. Wow, but, but I've young, never heard that phrase, know. yo. I, I didn't either. Don't make up shit up. like that no more. Just made it up. But I just did. So anyway, um, <laughs> we end with you on your deathbed writing stories about how the days of you having a, a well, strong back and how you can no longer perform. Hey, I didn't go that far. And then you... I, <laughs> I just meant but that in my this, recovery in my head, time you're going takes longer. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were dying. Oh. <laughs> Every, everyone's refractory period is different. Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean that recovery time. I mean my muscular back. I don't need to get into my... You know what? That's just, why don't we just take a little time out to discuss your, your sexual strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> How's your back? How are your thighs? This, oh, my thighs are... Like, this, is not, thighs this, are this is not... It's like, this is not a Gail King interview. Have you guys oh, okay, seen we're, we're not the brothers going... attacking Gail King and Oprah? Okay, and no, I'm not. We're done. We're done Just with saying, that stuff. We're done with that yeah. stuff. More animal news. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A 32 year old leapt over the bars of the Berlin Zoo during feeding time. This dumb bitch. Oh, it was the polar bear encampment. Oh shit! Things went pretty much how you expected. <laughs> Yeah, polar bears are not to be fucked Despite with. Despite six zookeepers' best efforts to distract the four predators uh, kept in the enclosure, the woman was bitten several times on her arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Keepers eventually managed to push the bear. Only one of the four bears attacked her and pulled the woman to safety. She was only, all, atta- all she was only attacked one. by the older bear. Hmm. Let me tell you something. I could not be a zookeeper because I would have been like, this is this is how it's supposed to be. If you jump your goof ass over the fence and try to pet the polar bears and they decide to eat your ass, those guys work. <laughs> Circle of life. It is unknown why the woman uh, <laughs> pulled such a dangerous stunt or why she jumped into it, swam through the water, towards the bears with a smile on her face. On her face. Oh, there's video of all this. Yeah, I saw. Oh I saw pictures. <laughs> the pictures are hilarious because you're just like you see this woman smiling, swimming towards the polar bear in one picture. Second picture is her close up. The third picture is her getting bit. The fourth picture is her swimming the other way in fright. And the fifth picture is them trying to uh, carry her out the uh, the pit. Yeah. The funniest shit I've so seen. So she jumped that. in the water and they probably just looked at her. And then she came over towards them. And that's when one of them said, oh, "Okay, you must be a threat." Yeah, uh, it is not easy to access the enclosure, which is surrounded by a fence, a line of prickly, a prickly hedges, and a wall. See, Trump walls do not work. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your average. Wall. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if you did all that to jump into the pool, it's God's work if your ass get eaten up. It, she was taken to a hospital for treatment where she is now recovering after undergoing surgery to heal her wounds. 
And getting psychiatric treatment, I hope. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, in more animal news, <laughs> animals are so much better than people, aren't they? I accidentally put a theme yeah, in the I, I didn't agree. mean to. <laughs> uh, animal fucking eating? Animal fucking Police say a bulletproof vest saved a police officer's life when he was running away from a suspected rabid fox in the Hudson Valley uh, village. (laughs) This motherfucker was running from a rabid fox and and shot himself in the chest. (laughs) What? You you a dumbass. You're off the force, dude. I thought you were gonna say the 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 fox bit him several times, but I'm like, foxes are small. I could choke a fox he out. He was running from it and shot himself in the chest. Authorities say 24 year old the Ellenville police officer Harold Nunuvero was struck while responding to a report Tuesday morning about about a fox in the village. Village police chief Phillips Matracion says that. Animal charged at Nunevaro and he tried to jump over a nearby fence. So, dude saw the fox freaked out and tried to jump over a fence. But his foot got caught and he flipped over (laughs) and fell on his gun. (laughs) What? Is this a sitcom? What is happening? (laughs) Look. In his the, defense. The rookie cop and the fox next door. Another officer shot and killed like the fox while Navarro was on the ground. Navarro was on the ground. Oh, Wait, shit. no. Fuck that cop. No, this is that should have been a fight between the fox and Navarro. Fuck that other cop for the assist. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, foxes are not that big. You should be able to take out a fox with your bare hands, I would think. Yeah, I could choke a fox out. I know I can. I know I could choke a fox mm, out. You ever try to fight a cat? Because <laughs> you you heard that saying about foxes, right? Like foxes are are animals with dog hardware and yeah. cat software. Because they're they're kind of like a combination. Uh, that is kind of scary. An unlicensed gun owner in Indiana is recovering in a hospital after accidentally shooting himself in the dick. How, how do you accidentally shoot? Okay, wait a minute. I just thought of several ways. Never mind. Mark Anthony Jones, <laughs> he's not a Jones anymore, 46 years old, told police <laughs> that he was taking Ooh. a morning walk when his high point nine millimeter handgun <laughs> began to slip from his waistband. I <laughs> know, holster. The fucker was wearing sweatpants. <sighs> Jones told police that when he reached down to adjust the gun, it discharged the shooting. He didn't have the safety. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Talk about premature ejaculation. Um, Shooting a bullet that, quote, oh, yeah, um, entered above his penis and exited his scrotum. (gasps) Oh... Ooh, that's yeah. That's rough, man. I, I I do have sympathy for that. Not not for how he put the gun in his pants, yeah. but investigators have forwarded the case to a 
a prosecutor who will determine if he will <laughs> face any criminal charges for the self-afflicting wound. He suffered enough. <laughs> yeah, Stop, he's dick. already. He's already. <laughs> dickless. Yeah. He's already dickless. I mean, how, how do you how do you live that down, first off? And how do you recover from that? That's that's going to stay with you forever. Drugs. Lots and lots of drugs. Uh, police say a Western New York man faked his own abduction and robbery because he was short on the cash in a Super Bowl pool. Jussie? <laughs> is that you troopers found the 60 year old Robert Brandell of North Tawanda Tanawanda wow Wakanda no no not Wakanda okay <laughs> tied up in his pickup truck on a Monday night <laughs> 30 miles north of Buffalo. Brandell told troopers two men involved in his Super Bowl squares uh, pool robbed him of the $16,000 he had and drove away uh, two days before. Investigators determined Brandell had entered some fake names in his $50,000 squares pool, hoping to take most of the winnings, but instead ended up short in the payout. Brandel was charged with fraud and falsely reporting uh, a incident. So who is this man, Ben Dover and his friend, Hugh Jazz? What is that? <laughs> where, where do we find them exactly? Um, I, uh, IP Freely uh, put me in touch with them. <laughs> uh, and Mike Crotch. Yeah, Mike Crotch. You might want to look him up too. <laughs> Amanda Hug and Kiss? I think it was Amanda Hug and Kiss. It's always Amanda Hug and Kiss. A man called for jury duty in Hawaii shouted, He's guilty! He's guilty! <laughs> Outside a courtroom uh, and ended up spending ruckus. a night in jail. <laughs> well, that's how you get out of jury duty. <laughs> I mean, it, it did get him out of it. I mean, Jacob Maldonado. The attorney says Maldonado was having a bad day during Tuesday's outburst and wanted to get out of being on a jury in an assault case. The judge wasn't amused and ordered Maldonado arrested on contempt of court and set at a $10,000 cash bail. Maldonado spent the night in jail and was released without being charged or fined. <laughs> you thought he got off. He got off fairly easy. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're having a bad day? Well, it's about to get worse. <laughs> Seriously, though, I wonder how a jail in Hawaii is. It, it must be nice. It has, yeah, I don't think so. It has to be. It has to be. I mean, I'm not saying luau girls bring you your food or nothing, but you probably got a nice window and a view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still jail, though. Yeah, I guess. I would read a story about a South African pastor that was found guilty of a assault for spraying a pesticide called doom and his parishioners faces to cure AIDS. Uh, it's called doom. Yeah. But I really don't want to get into anything that stupid except maybe Stacy dash. Thank you for listening to the, uh, what <laughs> super villains podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
shout out to everybody at Moho Radio and Shyampa Radio. And be sure to like us on and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen. Uh, any last words from you, gentlemen? Fucking an evening. Fucking an evening. <laughs> yeah, that, that's about right. I would also like to throw in an occasional video game. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm not asking for yeah. much. If God was real, he'd give it to us. Thanks for listening. Peace and be <laughs> safe. <laughs> uh.